This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. of Just a Tip, an advice podcast that's equally about its tangents as it is about its tips. I'm your host, Megan Batoon, and today, in order to help me help you twice as much, I have some new friends here, Cassidy Davis and Mallory Fuchella in the studio. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having us. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you for being here. I did have like a slight panic attack <laughs> when I was about to say your name. I saw it in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> like, you really hit the like- C's hard. Fuchella. <laughs> I love it. It does sound like a pasta, and that's yes. what I like Ooh, about it. Yum. Yes. Um, every time I see orchetti on a menu, <gasps> I think, and I know it doesn't sound like fichella, but it looks like it. Yeah. And that's how you say orchetti, right? Orchetti. So. What? I don't so even know by, what that I'll is. Go by fichella now. <laughs> yeah, you should go by fichella. <laughs> if fichella was a pasta, what would it look like? Hopefully... Bo- like a bow tie, a mix of a bow tie and a shell, because those are my two favorite kinds. Yummo! Mm, right? Bow tie is your favorite? One of, because it holds the sauce really well. You know what like else the does? Shell. Oh. Rigatoni. Oh. You got a big, true. big hole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big, big hole. And they big, fill big, that hole. They fill that hole. With sauce, yeah. They do. <laughs> Uh, for the voices that you're hearing, that is Cassidy and Mallory. You may know them from their web series, Adulting. Is yes. The whole thing is out right now. Um, so the first season is out on Amazon Prime, <sighs> and we're releasing the second season right now. How exciting. Yeah, thank you. I cannot wait to get so far into that. But before, we've got to learn more about you guys. Uh, after a quick internet stalk, we found out that— oh God, <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> I found that once a director who casted you, Cassidy, in his short asked you out via email a day later. Yes. Is that true? <laughs> that is true. Oh my God, how'd you find that? Honestly, the You guys are good. Wow. <laughs> That's some deep shit. Right? How long ago was that? Um, that was a few years ago, uh, like probably three years ago. Yeah, I was like really upset by it. You uh, were? Yeah, because, so it was like, he cast me in a short and then um, he was playing the lead opposite of me and it was like a romantic thing. And so like he cast oh. me, I auditioned, he cast me. The next day he asks me out and oh I was like, God. wait. Like, so you're saying get the job, right? I was like, so okay, so you just want to like get to know me, like as co-stars, right? And uh, he was like, well, no, I mean, you're great. Like, let's just, you know, let's just go. Like, he just, it was kind of inappropriate because I was like, I'm supposed to be directed by you and like feel safe and like totally. artistic. And now <clears throat> I think you just like might have cast me because you want to sleep with me, and that makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah. And so I was like so bummed. I actually didn't end up doing the movie because I was just like this. It was a, it was like low budget, short, like just wasn't worth it. If um, if that's why I got it, absolutely. You know? 
now. Absolutely. Yeah, and then I was, you. Yeah, I just was like, this isn't, I don't feel good about it anymore. And I was like, I'm not going to be a good actor because I'm just going to be on set being like, ugh, right. ugh, you know. Oh, that's so sleazy. I know, yeah. Did you delete the email like right away? Um, no, I screenshotted it and I just kept it to um, to just like remind myself and uh, right. like remind others that you have to just watch your back a little bit in this industry and yeah. Um, just, yeah, have your, like really trust your gut. Like my gut was screaming when I got that email and I was like, this isn't, right. wait, something's not right. Oh you know? my God. Have you guys seen uh, the whole thing of Nathan for you all five seasons? <laughs> No, no. <laughs> but I love that you have. <laughs> I have twice. Oh my gosh. Wow. Have you seen any episodes of Nathan for you? No. Oh, I think you guys love it. Okay. Dang. To, yeah. This Can you walk us through all five seasons? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> as detailed as possible. Well, <laughs> Basically, if you haven't seen Nathan for you, it's uh, Nathan Fielder, who's like this awkward character. It was on Comedy Central for five seasons, I think. Um, and he helps struggling businesses out with like ridiculous ideas. And I think the premise of the show, I think these people think that he's actually helping them because like the camera crew and it's like Comedy Central, but maybe, I don't know, all like the one example is he was trying to get more people into this yogurt shop by making a poop flavored yogurt, just like basically <laughs> off the wall ideas right. that could technically work yeah like finding loopholes to everything uh it's wow. just the greatest but it reminds me of that one of the episodes is he staged this whole bachelor or bachelor in paradise type of show in order to like get affirmation that like women wanted him as like a big really? joke yeah. yeah and so that's what it reminded me of like this guy i'm sure he wasn't looking just for love or to sleep with someone but like when he found you he was like oh i can use my me like making this film as a way to like get into your pants and I hate that yeah and I think it's like it's sort of one of my biggest fears always and I think probably like a lot of women it's you know you're just especially if it's a really intimate like romantic thing you're just hoping that everyone on that crew and on that set is like has their best foot forward mm -hmm. and is like really there to like tell the story and not for anything else and I'm always just like constantly worried that that's not the case and that like something it's not for the right reasons you know right and so this was like my first instance with that and I was yeah. like oh my gosh okay alright like a hot gay co-star you're like yes yeah. <laughs> thanks Thank Why you. is that so relieving? I know. I don't know, but it is. Yeah, it's like, you're not going to be make this weird. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, it, has it happened since then? Or is it just that has been like the one cautionary tale? No, I mean, that's been like pretty much the one cautionary tale. And now um, we produce a lot of our own stuff. And now I'm like hyper aware that even when we cast guys, I'm like mm. so professional about it. And um, like not like even looking at it from that perspective at all. Because yeah. I want to hit them to feel comfortable in our space as well. Like I never want to do that to someone either. Absolutely. You know? Right. Although we did have a couple of really hot guys audition. And yeah. once they left the room, we were like, wow. Oh, yeah, we objectified them hard. <laughs> like, we're not going to hire you, but here but is our God number for other reasons. Right, right. Hope our paths cross in the future, yeah. if you know what I mean. <laughs> I love that. Well, now we know a little bit more about you, but let's go even further. Oh, my gosh. This is a game I like to call Burst of First because it's called Burst of First. And it's a rapid fire round of your first time doing many things at your first job to like the first time you cried in public there okay. is two of you so whoever wants to like shout out whichever one you can also <laughs> say it at the same time okay we usually only have one guest so however oh, fine. you I love want it. I love also having more people here. yeah it feels like a party okay cool yeah. okay so whoever wants to shout it out you can both do it let's get into it what's your first job California tortilla as a spunky cashier ooh <laughs> First cell phone. 
Um, I had the really lame, like, digital one that doesn't flip, and I all I wanted was a razor, and I never got it. I never got a razor either. Sad. First pet. <laughs> Golden Retriever. No, uh, for you? I had a uh, goldfish named Goldsey who tried to kill itself, but I saved it. <laughs> okay, stop. I, I forgot to tell this part. If I say stop, you have to explain, elaborate, or tell the full story. How did the goldfish want to commit suicide? Okay, no one believes me on this, but this is a real true story. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, I left my goldfish Goldsey, also like the most creative name ever. Like, let's talk about that. Um, so I left it alone for the day. I come back, and my other goldfish, Nemo, very, again, creative. Normally you brought the fish to school. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> most fish just spend the day alone. Right? <laughs> You're correct. Wait, why was this day different? I don't know. Okay. Ask Goldsey, right? Okay. So he's the one who's suicidal. So I <laughs> left, I come back. Goldie's nowhere to be found in this little tank. Ooh. Nemo's freaking out. Nemo is circling like <gasps> emergency 911, 911. Goldie's not here. I'm literally like, where's Goldie? Like, there's only Nemo. And then we look everywhere. Goldie is flopping behind my like desk. Like, he leapt out of the tank and oh. was like flopping behind my desk, like alive still. And I don't know how long he was there, <gasps> but my dad came in and had to like take the little pieces of carpet out of his lungs oh. and put him back in the tank. And he lived for another like two years. What? But, yeah, but. He like literally tried to commit suicide. Like he jumped out of the tank, right? Wow. Wait, how else would he gotten there? his lungs. And yeah. he's like, I hate that man. <laughs> <laughs> to your dad in the <laughs> tank, like, mm, I hate that guy. And I'm like, you're going to stay around Gold's even another two years, motherfucker. Wow. <laughs> I know. Wait, it wasn't from like a fair. You didn't get Goldie from a fair. No, I did. Yeah, it was one of those <gasps> things that you thought would only live for two weeks, but both Goldie and Nemo were like survivors forever. They lasted for like five years, and Nemo um, had a really bad digestion problem and actually couldn't eat the food, the fish food, and so he'd float upside down at oh. the top of the tank because his tummy was full of gas. But people just thought he was dead, and they thought I was in denial about the fact that my <laughs> fish was dead. they're like, "I think Cassidy, I think he's just," oh and I was I, like, "No, Nemo just does that." <laughs> oh my god, this should be a kid's story about like you could perseverance. Do yeah, perseverance. <laughs> Or some sort of like existential children's book about, oh my gosh. I don't know. We yeah, we had to that. feed Nemo um, go, uh, frozen peas so that he'd float back to the bottom of the tank and then Goldie was suicidal. <laughs> How did <laughs> you pick peas of all things? We looked it up online and it was like, you have to either make your own fish food from scratch with my, my whole family was like, we're out. <laughs> like, what's, these fish. what's other fish food? Dandruff? I have no idea. It was, no, it's like this oven recipe that you'd like cook in the oven for like three hours. It was like insane. Cooking fish food is outrageous. Yes. It is so that's, funny And my though. parents were like, this is bullshit. We like just got these fish to make you feel happy for like two <laughs> weeks. And now it's like two years in and we're not about to like commit really hard to this. So we just did peas and, and Nemo fought for his life. Yeah. And um, they survived story. for a long time. Yeah. Great. Okay. Moving right <laughs> along. <laughs> okay. First kiss location. Uh, under my friend's stairs. <gasps> um, under some, I was on stairs as well. <laughs> okay, very interesting. First major purchase. Uh, a couch. Uh-huh. Um, um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Or, I mean, as a kid, I bought, like, miniature shoes with all of my money, which was, like, 50 bucks. Miniature shoes that fit you? No, that might fit my fingers. And I, oh, oh. <laughs> That's major. Okay. Good, good. Okay. Yeah. First choice in a karaoke book. Be My Baby, The Ronettes. Ooh. Ooh. Don't forget to remember me, Carrie Underwood. It's sad. I don't know. <laughs> First internet screen name. Curtain Call 108. <laughs> Italian Chica 22. <laughs> First thing you think when someone doesn't answer the phone. Dead. Good. <laughs> Both 
are good, acceptable answers. <laughs> First celebrity crush. Clay Aiken. Channing Tatum. <laughs> First <laughs> concert. American Idol Clay Aiken tour. Um, this Italian artist. <laughs> Stop. Mallory, how much do you love Clay Aiken? I, I did. I loved him a lot. I thought he had a voice like Velvet. And my my elementary school teachers were like, you're such an old soul for like connecting with him. You know, uh, I know things came out about him later, but I'm not. Oh, did they? Yeah. Um, well, he like, yeah, but let's not talk about that. Because I had a poster of him and I would I would kiss his poster every night before oh bed. God. Like he was like, but it wasn't like a crush. Like, God, he's so hot. It was like, <laughs> you have a voice so smooth. It was an artistic crush. It was an artistic crush for sure. Yeah. And when a Ruben Stutter like won that season oh we made a clay and cake like my whole um class like they it was like a funeral the next day I wore black and they were like we knew you'd be so bummed oh my yeah but do you remember him and his voice oh I remember bridge over troubled water when he did that rendition I just remember him singing a song about like watching you while you sleep okay so that I think is what came out (laughs) (laughs) okay moving on on. (laughs) first scar um, I my friend cut my stomach with glass. What? Stop! <laughs> you guys, I don't think we'll ever get to the episode. <laughs> We're really weird. What do you like on purpose? No, I think by accident. I just remember being in my bathroom and my stomach was bleeding, and she was like, "I'm so sorry," and I was like, "That's okay. Oh. It happens." I think it doesn't. <laughs> I think something broke, and I think she like turned and, and it, cut, it cut me. I, oh. I forget. Oh my god! Yeah, and I just remember bleeding from my stomach, but being really relaxed about it. But being like, no, no worries. <laughs> Did you get stitches? No, no. Okay. Just there's but just there's a scar right here. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. You okay. know, fr- friends should happen. You know, <laughs> you cut each other, you bleed, you move on. <laughs> that's the beginning. That's a precursor to your period. Just, <laughs> I gotta get true. used to bleeding from my stomach. <laughs> okay, here we go. First thing you do when you like someone. Ignore them. Oh, go up to them. <laughs> nice. I'm learning a lot. First show you binge watched. Oh, Friends. I think Friends. Oh. First excuse you make when trying to cancel plans. Anxiety attack. Uh, so I'm gonna wake up early. <laughs> and the last thing, first time you cried in public. Uh, I got lost in a blockbuster. <laughs> um. <laughs> Someone probably just like made fun of me, I think, and I cried. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm over it. One of my friends stabbed me with glass. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I feel like I know you guys so well. That's a fun little game. That's okay. a great game. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. The the music really helps. Yes, pull yes. It along. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. intense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole goal is to like get you really anxious before we start to relax. <laughs> it's a whole release, is what's going on. Okay, how about a question? From yeah. a caller. Oh, cool. <clears throat> this uh, is called Side Hustle. So let's see mm. what we got. Hmm. <laughs> Hi, Megan. I'm from New Jersey. I'm 22 years old. And one of my questions was, what is a good way or some good advice? What's a good way advice to make extra cash? Like, I work a part-time job, and, you know, it's pretty good in there. But, you know, I would love to make extra money. Should I get another part-time job? Or should I sell my clothes? Mm-hmm. Or, or I don't know. Just mm-hmm. I need advice on that, please. Mm-hmm. And thank you. Mm. Yay! Nice. Uh, the clothes part, like, actually works. Yeah. yeah. You guys ever use Poshmark? Yep. No. Yeah. yeah. It, it takes forever, but like, so worth it. Do you ever sell your clothes to like a Crossroads or a whatever at like any consignment store, like 
consignment store, a consignment shore. It's just on the beach. Oh my God, I love it. I would be so much good. more likely to do it if you were on the beach. <laughs> like ever sell your clothes, like a, a big ass, like bag of Marie Kondo clothes and just selling it. Have you ever done that? I've tried to go to like uh, Plato's Closet. Right. Um, they very rarely take like Old Navy stuff or Gap stuff, but yeah. they have taken a few things and then Poshmark and then I donate the rest. Yeah. But that's not a bad idea selling anything really. Like Your body. Even, <laughs> that's one thing. <laughs> but like there, or even um, thrifting, like I love doing like yard sales and thrifting, Ooh. but I usually keep it for myself, but I wonder mm. if he were to like go to some thrift stores, refurbish some things and put it up on the internet. Like yeah. that would be, and it's a fun, that would be a fun side hustle. What was his name? Uh, we don't have names. Oh, okay. Because oh, of great. anonymous. Oh, that makes sense. Are you from but Jersey, the East, East Coast? Coast? Yeah. Because right. yeah. you said Plato's Closet and I was oh, like, yeah. that doesn't exist over here. That, yeah. And you're Florida, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We g- both grew up near each other, but not like with, n- we didn't know each other. Yeah. Where we did were, you grow up? Near Philly. Yeah. Outside of Philly. Oh. Mm-hmm. What do you? Uh, this is a question everyone from Philly gets, or like around Philly. What are the two cheesecakes? Cheesecakes? Gino's cheesesteaks. Oh, Gino's and Pats. But Gino's and Pats. They're not the best ones. What's my the best one? Tony Luke's. Oh my god, really? Yeah. My favorite Alessandro's. Mm. Uh, why? Well, Delessandro's will cook the cheese in the steak with it as like one big in thing, the ste- like a cordon bleu. Um, like in the steak? Yeah, so like it's like, well, it's like the steak is like uh, cut up already. Oh, so it's like mixed in. Yeah, and they'll mix it in on the grill, whereas a lot of other places will like put the steak on in the bread and then put the cheese on top and then the cheese will just eventually melt. I see. But Delisandros will cook it in together. And, and that's so how Pat and Gino's both do that. The ste- bread, steak, then add the cheese. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah. Tony Luke just has a better cut of meat, in my opinion. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm, and then you guys moved here at the same time? About yeah, about the same time, yeah. But not... Like we met kind of out here. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Our story's weird. We like have, we basically like we're running alongside each other, but never like cross paths (gasps) until we came out here. Yeah. Kismet. Yes. Yes. Wow. Totally. When did you, where did you meet? Where was the location of actually meeting? Mercado. Mercado. (laughs) Mercado. That is. On Venture. Or in Cuenca. Yeah. Mexican restaurant. Yes. Ooh, they've got a good brunch there. Oh, oh do they? Really? They have a great happy hour. They have a great happy hour. Oh, wait, yes. so were you guys there, but like uh, separately? No, we or had a planned friend to group? meet there. Yeah, and she then, had just yeah. moved here, and I had been here maybe like a month longer or something, and she was like, oh, we should get drinks. Like, we went to the same college, so okay. we were like, oh, let's get drinks because we kind of know who each other are, and then like that drinks, we just like hit it off, and totally. we were like, why haven't we hung out before? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. How many years ago was that? Almost three, three. and a half. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a, okay. Yeah. Can't wait to get into that. Okay, but side hustle first. Yes, let's get to it. Yeah, that's a good question. Well, we have so many side hustles between the two of us. Right. That's oh my god. I, I was gonna Dish. say, why don't we just list those? Yeah. Because, um, like, I do uh, transcription work, <gasps> yes. which is actually super fun, one. and he could do that like literally from your home. And I think that's what's important about if you're gonna do a part time job, like an, another one. Don't be like running yourself thin for 12 mm-hmm. hours like yeah. running from job to job mm-hmm. so I would suggest like a transcription job you just like type audio from like court cases or sometimes you get TV shows um, and there's a couple of sites and he would just have to pass like a typing test mm-hmm. so that's one of mine yeah um, I, one of my side, hus- side hustles is I teach workout classes Okay. Um, so it is sort of like a steep learning curve up top like you have to get certified in it but once you get certified the hourly rate's pretty good and like it's a great way to interact with people um, and it's only like one or two hours a day like it's pretty like right. low maintenance in that way um, so I'm not sure if that's a passion of his but that's a good way yeah. to like help people you could also invent something I'm an invent no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> love that <laughs> but I, just, I haven't invented anything but every time I'm like yeah just invent something just invent an app just do just, it but yeah invent an app yeah or you could Uber maybe a lot of people out here do well, that yeah Postmates all those babysitting babysitting yeah. dog walking 
Those are, wow, you guys are full of side hustle <laughs> ideas. The transcription so job is yeah. so interesting yeah. because I love typing. Oh, you, uh, where well, do you go? Um, I work for two companies. One is called Rev and they're just online, rev.com. And oh, you well, just, I got served an Instagram ad from them. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. They want you. <laughs> <laughs> I think a friend texted me about, because for this podcast, we take like a 30 second soundbite and then have like the, the text come up. And so they were like, how do you do that? And then I it was like, I have, I made a tutorial like an in-house tutorial for oh my like gosh. my team. Yeah, wow. it's so hilarious that I did that. And he was like, the video is private. I can't see it. And I was like, okay, <laughs> well, never mind then. And then like an hour, then Rev like served me an ad that was like no 90% way. of people watch videos on the toilet on mute. Mm. So like you need our service. And it's, mm. all, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, I never thought of it in that world. Right. So you right. would be... Like almost, I would type for you. You would put your stuff up there and then yeah. get a transcriptionist. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. what I guess Rev was telling me that I, I needed. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But, um, and then, I mean, just reaching out and looking up, you know, things on the internet. New Jersey's close to New York. I'm sure there's yeah. companies in New York and D.C. too, like politics. Yeah. So if there's, I would also start with an interest. Yeah. Because if you're not interested, <clears throat> it won't last. Absolutely. I feel like yeah. all my side hustles, I have an interest in them to some degree, mm-hmm. which, you know, makes it bearable. <laughs> Yeah, and I think also like the level of commitment you want. Like if you want something just uh, easy at your house, that's one thing. And if you want something to be like get more in the world and more with people interactive, then that's like a different type of side hustle. Yeah, you having know? like a specific I wish we knew what attached. he did. Yeah. Ooh. Does it say that? No. Okay. We can make things up. Yeah. <laughs> he's an author. He sounded like a mechanic. <laughs> I think like, yeah, if he's working one part-time job, I don't think, I've worked a couple jobs at the same time and I didn't love that because like one day I'd be going to like the bagel restaurant and one would be going to like the sports bar and then like getting them mixed up would suck. Yes, right. it's exhausting. I like the idea of having one like in-person part-time job, the one that he already has, and then like one that you can do from your house. Yeah. I would say if you are trying to sell clothes like on a Poshmark or Depop, like it's going to be a lot more work than Mm -hmm. than it I think may be worth. Mm. So if you got the extra time, then like definitely do it. Cause I think I made like a thousand dollars off of Poshmark one time. Wow. But I sold like a lot of stuff and it takes a lot of time. Right. And huh. like you get like ratings. So if you don't write a nice little thank you card or like pack it nicely with like tissue paper and stuff, like it could like affect your rating. Really? Yeah. And then it's, yeah, it just kind of way more work. Unless yeah. like you don't, if, unless you have a lot of time, then I would suggest maybe not doing Poshmark or yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is a good piece of advice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, best of luck. I yeah, think you guys luck. helped immensely. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> oh, good. That's, That's like, right up our alley. Yeah, we can really do that is. all day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, now that we've helped one person, let's get into, a, I'm so interested in like your dynamic. So <laughs> <laughs> you get that a lot? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you met three years ago. At, over drinks, what did you guys order? Gotta know. Spicy margarita. Yeah, margarita. Chips and guac. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. You remember. <laughs> Save the receipt. <laughs> Wrote it off. <laughs> True. So then, True. Immediate, yeah. were you guys like, I want to work with you immediately? Or you were just like. I wasn't. You might have thought that. I wasn't really thinking that. I was just like, you know, when you move, you're, you want your network. And I had gotten a piece of advice from like an acting teacher. Like, reach out to everyone in your first circle, then mm-hmm. the second, you know what I mean? And that'll yeah. help build your network. And mm-hmm. I hate that word, but like mm-hmm. a friend of a friend, like, yeah, sure. Like, let's hang out. And then I think that was the day you told a story about waiting tables. And I was like, oh. God, this girl's funny. <laughs> uh, and I was like, so relatable. And like, cause I don't think when upon first meeting people, people are like, not honest. 
Yeah. Yeah, or like here was like a big flaw, or no, like a big mistake that happened. It was happened. a failure, yeah. Like, I, like, I failed I at waiting that. tables, and I told you all about it, yeah. I was like, yeah, this chick's cool. What do you think of me? Um, <laughs> yeah, tell <laughs> I thought you were really pretty. Um, no, I just Aww. remember like being, I was like, I just laughed for like three hours yeah. with this girl who, and I just remember thinking like, why didn't, because we knew who each other were in college, but we were running very different circles, and so she had a different perspective of me than what I really am, and I had a similar, different one of her than what she really is. Well, go into it. Why are you <laughs> keeping us waiting? Cassie was on the dance team, okay? <laughs> and, and I so was she working I was hard like, in the basement of the theater. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah. I thought she was, like, a really, um, like, dramatic, like, actor uh-huh. and, like, who was in dark clothes and, like, was brooding and, like, really serious. And I and I know she thought I was, like, this, like, dumb little cheerleader who was like, go pit. And so <laughs> I think she was, like, she, was, she told me, she was, like, yeah. when you moved to L.A. to be an actor, we were all like, who's this girl who, like, thinks she's going to do this thing? And I was, like, intimidated by her because I was, like, she's a real artist, Cassidy. Respect oh, God. Yeah, and then we met up and we were both, like, oh, we're both cool. Like, we're yeah, both yeah. normal. We're the, the, kind of the same, We're too. very similar, yeah. And so yeah. we kind of, like, our earth, like, our perspectives, like, shot a little bit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh my, totally. Oh my God. It's just like just a so sweet. everyone knows, they just took turns touching each other's knees. <laughs> <laughs> that was so cute. Okay, we're going to jump in so much more, but right. first we're going to take a tiny little break while Cassidy and Mallory give us an extra piece of advice you can find at Just a Tip Podcast on Instagram, and we'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back. Cassidy and Mallory, still here in the studio, did not leave yet. (laughs) Before we get into the next act, what are you both completely obsessed with right now that you need everyone to know about? Mm. Oh, um... What, what are you going to say? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to base I, my answer off of what you well, said. Well, I was, my first thought that I had was Fleabag Ooh. on Amazon Prime. So I don't know if that, is that in the world of yeah, what? Okay, it. It's not really a lifestyle thing. I do think that show is like pretty groundbreaking mm-hmm. and um, everyone should watch it because I, I think about it every day. <gasps> What's your favorite mm-hmm. part about it? Uh, season two mm-hmm. and the, the reveal with the priest when he's like, yeah, I don't want to give it away. Yeah. But um, I would say, what was the question? Obsessed with? Anything that, yeah. Anything yeah. you think that people should know about because you love it so much. Yeah. I think 
But your listeners probably know about that show. But okay, yeah, Fleabag on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Oh, and adulting web series. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Absolutely. Um, I'm obsessed with a game actually Mallory introduced me to um, oh. called Diner Dash. Honestly, don't oh. download it because your whole life will be gone. Wait, wait do you Gordon have a Ramsay one? Uh, yes. Oh, wait, yeah. there's a Gordon Ramsay yeah. app? Yeah. Oh my God. It is, it is addicting. so addicting. Wait. I have opened like 30 new restaurants in the last 10 days. <laughs> And I am so proud of it. Wait, I think I'm, I've played a game similar years and years ago, like when I used to play The Sims. Because it's yes. like yes. Sims in it a restaurant. It is like The Sims, yep. yes. What? Sims is great also. Oh my God. Like RIP my whole life. It's, yeah, no, yeah. for sure. I think they could just came out with Sims 4, unless oh. maybe not just, but I saw someone <laughs> just start playing it. I so can't I do it. Cause I cannot. I, it'll be it's three weeks. I, I won't leave my house. I won't leave. Yeah. It's, I'll be like all I think making about. families. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I had to delete the app because I was, it was all I was thinking about. Yeah. Diner I Dash. had a dream about it the other night where I was like, oh my God, there's three burgers and, and a milkshake and I have to make it and there's only 10 seconds left. Like it was <laughs> pathetic. Like I will the, say. Your stress dream was. Yeah. It was about virtual. Diner Dash. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's the same game. Yeah. I've played this game before. Yeah. You've just recently started playing. Um, no, I'm like. Four months in, and like I said, 30 restaurants, not to brag, but 30 <laughs> restaurants are open. You'd be proud. I mean, I'm very proud. And I have like five Wishlin stars. It's just like, wow. it's a whole Wishlin star. <laughs> Is that what they're called? Michelin. The Michelin. Oh, I was yeah. like, oh, that's a cute name for the app. I it was no, too. no, it's Michelin. like the purple stars. Anyway, yeah. so one person will know what I'm talking about. We'll be like, yes, I get this girl. <laughs> okay, Diner Dash. Yeah. All right. great. Edition. I can't wait to get into both. I mean, I've seen Fleabag. Yeah. Very good. I have played Diner Dash, but I will go back into it now. Equal weight, I'd say. <laughs> Equally groundbreaking. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I This is interesting because I've never done this before on the pod. I had this idea this morning. Oh, cool. oh I'm excited. That uh, I really like talking about people's processes. And I really uh, like this is perfect because of adulting, your web series. And we can get so much into that in the process of the whole thing. I don't, know, I don't have a title for this segment yet. So those of you listening... Give me a title, maybe. But I did make this tiny three-second intro that I will probably get yelled at from my lawyer. Watch the breakdown. Cool. That, <laughs> that, was, that was amazing. <laughs> I made Mic that. drop. You're this done. This morning, <laughs> while I was waiting for my coffee. Wow. And I was like, maybe Impressive. the lawyers won't say anything because it's so short. And also, I put like little bases in there. So it's oh, like yeah, it's totally different. the sound wave. <laughs> <Yeah. you know? laughs> little bases. <laughs> so anyway, something about breakdown. So we're going to break down your creative processes. I love that. Cool. So let's talk about adulting for the people that maybe don't know what it is. Sure. Um, so it's a web series about two girls, um, Katie and Charlie. I play Katie. Mallory plays Charlie. Um, and they just graduated college. They move out to L.A. to follow their dreams. And they think they know how to be successful adults. And then they pretty much fail at everything they try to do in the world of adulting. So the first episode of the first season were um, apartment hunting. It doesn't go well. And then it follows them through mattress shopping and through cooking on their own for the first time where they don't know the difference between a head and a clove of garlic and you know we've all been there <laughs> um, so it just really follows like the adulting aspects of life and how no one really knows what they're doing and yeah. these two girls try their best and just ultimately fail every single episode I love it I watched the first I think two. Oh, great, great. so great awesome. oh thank you I love the the mattress character <laughs> like that little trio yeah. moment that's yeah. really oh, cool. fun yeah oh, thank um, you. thanks 
You're welcome. So, like, I've never made a web series before. That sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. I mean, when you think about it, um, our first season was five episodes, and each episode was around seven minutes in length. So it's like 35 minutes of content. It it is. It does feel like we made five little short films with how totally. we produced and shot it. Um, so it's definitely... I talk about it like as if it's birthing a baby and I know like moms probably hate that because they're like you have no idea and I'm like I get it ladies like I I birthed a baby and I totally relate um but it does feel like that like I felt like our first season later, you have another one I know yeah. I felt like our first season just started walking and then people were like when's the second one coming out and I was like oh my god I just like started healing like I just <laughs> went back to like a social life like okay I guess we're gonna birth another one and so then we are birthing one right now and we're wow how far should I take this analogy yeah I don't know I think really, it's born really far it's born and we're like infantile breastfeeding yeah <laughs> just amniotic fluid all over the pages <laughs> sides no <laughs> umbilical cord so wait you when you're thinking about I asked a bunch of people on Instagram also like what they would want to know about creative people's processes because oh, cool. it, this this morning has been very like I need to get into everyone's brains because I'm yeah. also so so compelled with how it works because like w- making anything in the creative field is like detrimental at times and then like gratifying more than anything else. It's like heroin and fucking whatever will kill you. Right. I guess heroin. Yeah. yeah. It's, the it's both the it's high both and the low of heroin. Of <laughs> yes. So, That's a really great way to put it. Totally. So I guess like take us through the process of making something so big. Like where does the idea come from? Like is it from real life? And then from there, how does it get on the pages? How do you guys work together? How did it how did you birth this? Yeah. I think um, the beginning uh, was just Cassidy coming to me with the idea Mm -hmm. um, of like, you know, we're all in this together and like all these frustrating things. I think if everyone saw them might feel better, right? Like, so making something funny and relatable was like the first thing I would say. Yeah. Your idea and coming to me and then us partnering. And then Cassidy really handled the first season in terms of crowdfunding, getting all the crew together, produce, really producing the heck out of it. And then season two, it was like, let's see if we can make this bigger. And we had a few people that came on season one that loved the project too. Um, and then it became more of like a collaborative thing among the four of us, um, which helps just grow, right? Like we were able to raise more money mm. um, just up the production of it a little bit. Yeah. Um, How do you find crew like have you produced before or did you like reach out to people that you knew or how does that work um yeah so we really wanted to hire women so we reached out to a lot of like women in film networks um the first season my friend was a dp so he did a a solid and then he knew a guy who was a sound person so it was a lot the first season we kind of like pieced together yeah Yeah. with favors and we don't really have money so it's anyone who will help and like Mm -hmm. it was a really like grassroots type of thing like one of our actors was then holding a flag for the other half of the day when she was done shooting you know it was like we're all in this. We're yeah. all like doing our best. And then um, the second season, we really were like, okay, we're going to raise enough money to really pay people and really hire a full crew and really only hire women. So the first season, we went in with the attention of hiring a lot of women. And then we were like, oh, actually, we don't have a lot of money. So it's kind of whoever will do it and whoever we're friends with. And so we looked around and ended up being like, mm, mainly men and some women. And then this season, we were like, we're going to really hire women. So we took a lot of meetings with people. We posted in a lot of groups and we basically like posted the job a lot of places and then I would go on meetings with them and kind of get their vibe get the rate that they're going for and um, see if they were a good fit for our family cool yeah when it comes to writing the actual script do you guys write together do you sit together or does one person write it and then give it to the next person for notes and then change how does that work so yeah. the second season we have a third writer as well Jenna Simmons who di- 
directed the second season as well. I just want to include her in yeah, this discussion. Totally. <laughs> um, but do you want to go? Yeah, we all wanted to write it. Um, and I think like you said earlier about you're getting into the groove of this whole thing. I think that's true of any creative process. Mm-hmm. And I think sort of towards the end of us writing it, we really got into it. Mm-hmm. But then we were like, oh, we're done. Yeah. But it was a year. And like that's not how long. Like People can bang out scripts really fast. But yeah. we were like so... Wanting to appreciate each each person's artistic like you know endeavor and development, so we really did take our time with it. So we split it up basically. You wrote a couple, I wrote a couple, and Jenna wrote a couple, and okay. then we would come together and punch it up together. Oh, great! So conceptually, I think the ideas were all of ours. Yeah, then we would take ideas that like kind of sparked us, right? Um, yeah, and in making the second season, we were at a fork in the road of whether to really lean into the two girls being actors and make it like really about actors and struggling in LA. And then we realized like the re- relatability of the show is really the adulting aspect. And if we lean too hard into the actors and the bad auditions we've gone on and all that sort of thing, we're gonna lose mm-hmm. like the audience that is like, oh my god, I remember my first apartment hunt, you know? So we took a so we did write episodes along those lines and then threw them away to took a sharp right turn (laughs) and just really pulled like the adulting aspects out of our own lives so um, the episodes I wrote were based on my real life episodes you wrote it was like what can we really bring to the table from our own life Mm -hmm. and that I think is the like secret sauce to the show because we're really pulling like true stories and I think that's where the relatability comes from is that we're not we're punching it up but it is really based in reality it's all true and what comedy is truth and pain so like the truthful moments of us growing up are a little bit painful right Right. but also hilarious but also (laughs) hilarious yeah and that's so cool having three different perspectives too because if one person was coming up with all the ideas they'd kind of blend together totally yeah what happens though if maybe it doesn't sound like you guys have any uh, like blockages with working with each other but like have you ever been in a situation where you're working in a creative space with other people and like you don't vibe with their ideas or like you you see something that like you want to change but they're very like precious about it and they won't change it like how do you navigate that yeah. This is the trickiest part. It is it's, the trickiest part. We love each other and we love Jenna, our third writer as well. But it is, we were talking about this this weekend. It's a balance when you're working with people of when to stand up and when to sit down and like when to die on that hill and when to like let that thing go. And so we go back and forth a lot. And when uh, we were giving each other notes, there were some things that we would fight back on and some things we'd be like, you're right, that's that's better. And I mean, and even in post-production, me and Jenna, we like will sometimes be arguing about what shot is the best one and what's the best one for the story. And then a lot of times it's like uh, you have to just check your ego at the door and decide what's best for the story and the characters and what's funniest and what's gonna land the hardest yeah and that's really nice that you said that because we do like well yeah I love you to death yeah like I do think we come into these things but like we have cried and fought of course and I think that's also part of the creative process truthfully if you're gonna collaborate yeah because I think I think that does also mean that you care, right? Yeah, like, which I love. If you're just going to be like, okay, fine, do whatever you want, then you're like, you know, but if you're like, no, I really need this to happen. Right. You yeah. know, that means you care. So, um, and having something to fight and cry over is what excites me the most is that when the three of us are going head to head about something, I also like always take a step back and be like, but how cool that we yeah. feel three of us so strongly about this one thing. Like, yeah. that's so cool to me that, and I think the love of the project really shows because of how much we care about every little thing, truthfully. Yeah. Yeah. I've said that all the time about relationships. It's like the minute that someone stops fighting, yeah. it's like they're yes. checked out. 100%. Yeah. 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 That, that definitely shows. When So it took you a year to make the second season or to write it. Is that to what write it? To yeah. write it. So a lot of people were asking how to not give up halfway. Oof. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Great oh, question. I literally just got chilled. <laughs> because, it, oh my gosh, keep question. going if that person's listening. 
because that is going to give you way more um, satisfaction than giving up, right? Yeah. And no matter what it comes out to be, because it could change, just keep going and finish it. Um, and if you can, like, give yourself an accountability group. I mean, we had yeah. writers' meetings scheduled, and what I like to do is after when the meeting's ending, we schedule our next one. We don't just like, oh, we'll we'll touch base soon, and we'll figure out the next deadline. It's like, no, before the meeting ends, we schedule our next one just to give ourselves all a deadline. Yeah. So having an accountability group, I mean, a deadline is what like works for me. I'm not usually like writing. Like I, most of the times I was editing my episode, like two hours before our meeting, <laughs> like, um, just having someone to hold you accountable that you like trust. And even if you're doing it alone, it's just having someone who's like, great in two weeks, we'll sit down and we'll read your scripts. We'll help you keep going. Yeah. But also yeah. finding an idea that makes you keep going, you know? Right. Right. And being, um, I also like being kind to yourself that like, don't give up, but like maybe think about something else that's really going to drive you, right? Because yeah. if you don't have the interest, then you probably will give up, which is also okay. But like find something that will keep you going. But those feelings are so normal. Yes. They, we, we have them all the time. Oh, yeah. Even in post, I'm like, is this even funny? Like we have right. this all the time where we're like, it'd be much easier to walk away right now than it would be sometimes to release it. Especially I get so nervous every time we release one. I'm like, what if no one likes it? Um, but right. So it's easier to just be like, never mind and give up and not kind of like share your gift with the world, but the world needs your gift. Yes. Someone always says that. Yes. And yeah. Ira Glass has that quote too of just make it. Just continue to yeah. make stuff. So like, don't be so precious about the one thing. Just keep going and make that one. Finish that project. And even yeah. if you're like, oh, I want to write a feature, maybe make it into a short and maybe just finish the script and then make something else. Like yes. just constantly making work because he talks about like um, bridging the gap of like your taste is here and um, like what you're making isn't, your taste is up here, but what you're making isn't quite there. Yeah. But the more you make stuff, that t- that gap is going to get closer and closer. Yeah. So, but you, the only way to do that is to continue to produce content or make stuff. Right. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I feel like another thing that happens all the time, like with wanting to give up and having like self crippling thoughts, is like being really perfectionistic about things. And so mm. it's hard to finish something if you are like editing and editing and editing, trying to get. I remember one time I think I edited something so much that it stopped being what it was supposed to be. Oh yeah. Oh, and wow. then I had to basically scrap the whole thing and start over and go like the intention of this was to be authentic and real and it ended up being like polished to to like almost like that it wasn't even real anymore. So do you guys ever go through perfectionism? I mean, it sounds like yes. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like very very much so. Um, But like with scripts or in posts, like how do you get over kind of overthinking so much to where it would stunt you? Hmm. Well, I firmly believe that it's better to be out there and imperfect than it is to be perfect with no one seeing it. That's another quote from someone I'm dropping quotes that aren't mine. (laughs) Left and right. (laughs) Um, Anonymous. (laughs) (laughs) Cassidy Davis. Um, No, I think Amy Poehler said that. Uh, But it's true. Like, it's better to be, it's never going to be perfect. I mean, even watching the episodes from season one, sometimes they're a little bit painful for me because we've come so far. But even watching our newest episodes, I'm like, if I had one more, I would tweak that. But it's like you, it's better to to be out there and be perfect than than to just sit there with your perfect script and um no one see it and it's never going to be per- and it's okay you know and like just write that first draft I like like to write the first draft and vomit it out and even if it's crap it's okay because I now I have my nine pages and I can punch this up instead of like staring at four blank pages being like ah oh, you know because I wanted to get them perfect you yeah. know um yeah but we also do a lot of table reads um, with our scripts, and so that helps us get feedback from other people and um, 
kind of make sure we're putting ourselves out there and make sure we're making the thing is to like have someone else read your script and give you feedback I think also helps you kind of get out of your own head and like know that it's not going to be perfect and those helped me feel better about the script a lot of times because people would laugh right and I'd be like great okay so I'll keep going even though I don't think it's perfect you know right Right. absolutely if you guys when did you get into the entertainment industry um like what age were you I mean, I've been like, you know, doing school plays right, and everything, right. but I mean, really, I did a, a kid's tour before moving to LA, which was like not entertainment industry, but it was performing for um, kids like all over the States, which was so great. But it's really been the three years in LA, I would okay. say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I started as a dancer, but um, when I was 18, I got injured. So I started going into acting and um, came out here. Oh, wow. Yeah. What piece of advice would you give your three year? ago old self like Mm -hmm. about acting or I guess maybe not generally not so much acting but like in the entertainment industry alone whether it is like something that's people based community based or like project based like what one piece of advice do you wish someone would have told you Um, when you started I think they even do like I still feel like I'm going through this to be yourself Mm -hmm. and find a community of people that are going to support you. Mm. Whether that's a relationship romantically, a friendship, or even if it's your family back home, like you need people supporting. Um, and just continuing to foster that community, I think is super important because yeah. no one makes it alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, I think like staying true to who you are and not losing yourself in the industry because I think it can be easy to lose yourself and um, let yourself get taken away. So like staying true to who you are and... Um, like make more time for fun is what I would tell myself. Yes. <laughs> because I don't do Oh that. my God. That has been something I've been struggling with for years now. Yeah. But have you heard of escape rooms? <laughs> <laughs> I listened to that episode. I know, I listened to that episode. So <laughs> oh my God. But have you, yeah, that's so great because you're like, I have an hour. I'm going to go have fun in this escape room. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. It is, is that your new thing that you're yeah. obsessed with? It's n- it's the thing I've been obsessed with for like three years now. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that is that is my baby. Yeah. It's just, I've also done all of them. Like I got a text from a friend yesterday that was like, <laughs> the reason why we haven't hung out in a while is because you've done all these escape rooms LA and like we're trying to do them now I'm like damn it like this is this is not good for me but it's the best if you like the sims and diner dash it it has like that same like urgency and puzzle right it's the best oh right and teamwork it's all that good stuff and people like you like you said like you really know you really know once you go through an escape room with them. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. We should do an adulting one. Yes. <laughs> I wonder if it feels yeah, like really. my like, nightmare, like being trapped in a room. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you're not trapped if you get out <laughs> in an hour. <laughs> but what if like I have a panic attack and then just I, like sit in a corner? I don't know. They have little buttons. But oh, they do. Okay, great. The thing about that is one time I got trapped into like a tiny little chest that was meant for one person. So like one person is supposed to go into this chest and you're supposed to <gasps> close the door and then another trap door opens. Oh, see. Hard pass. Hard pass, especially <laughs> when it didn't work. Then we're like, maybe we should all get in there. And there's only three of us. So we all cram into this tiny oh closet made for one person. No. We shut the door because we're maybe like maybe the door needs to be shut in order to do this shut the door I guess something malfunctioned <gasps> smoke starts coming up no. from the bottom filling up this chest and the, nothing's happening and we're starting to freak out oh my god and we're like why are we still in here oh my god we can't unlock this door and then I was like oh here's like an emergency exit button should I press it and yes. they're like yes <laughs> <laughs> I'm not just getting you know we all like, get oh, the same what's page this? <laughs> <laughs> this might 
help. <laughs> so I start, Are we ready to fail, guys? <laughs> Do we really want this? So I start pressing the emergency exit button. It is not working. No. And I'm like slamming it. And I'm like, you guys, I'm not sure. One of our friends like starts to... Cr- Crouch in the space that we have, which is not a lot. And he's just like, ha- has his hands in his This head. would be me. <laughs> Unhelpful and panicked. And then I think the game master who is like watching you <laughs> from a surveillance camera <laughs> sees that we're stuck and like runs into the room, unlocks us manually. And he's like, oh my God, what's going on? And we were like, is this wrong? And he was like, it's supposed to, definitely you guys should not all be three in here. <laughs> <laughs> that part is not correct. And then he was like, the emergency exit button is right there. And I was like, I was banging on it and he was so apologetic I think he was mortified he oh was I'm like, sure you could have a lawsuit for sure yeah. you maybe should I honestly could use the money <laughs> <laughs> wow so you were correct but it should have been one person in there and I then think it so. unlocked another door into right. the final okay yeah mm-hmm. and it was so frightening terrifying yeah, yeah, I think I you just convinced me to never do it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I didn't make a lawsuit is because I want to go back and do more rooms that's true or you that's- could sue them and then use the money to open your own Oh my God. That's a yes. great idea. I've always wanted to make one that's like TSA, like oh at the airport. God. That's such a good idea. That's actually I also want to just throw it back to our New Jersey friend, make an escape room yeah. for your side hustle. Oh, yes. Oh good idea. God. That's simple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I one time was dating this guy who, like, I love Willy Wonka so much. And he was like, coding a Willy Wonka room just like because he never I think it was a joke but then he started getting really into it and then it never like went to be anything because I I think there was one there's an escape room in San Diego so like two hours from here for those of you listening that don't have never seen a map before which is (laughs) me because I wanted to move to Los Angeles or San Diego because of a dance crew because I also started as a dancer yeah. and I was like ooh if I move to this city like I can be on this dance team and so I moved to Los Angeles not knowing that it was two hours away from San Diego and then being like oh I should have consulted a map before this <laughs> oh, so no. I meant to kind of move there <laughs> you're like whoops I guess I'm here now <laughs> yeah. but anyway there's an escape room, a Willy Wonka escape room in cool. San Diego and I was like I will not go because like I it needs to be like correct to the source material and I know it won't oh. so he was like I'll make one that's correct wow that's Love. Is love great boyfriend you should have proposed yeah, in that escape room <laughs> <laughs> once it was done yeah. you finished <laughs> oh my god okay last segment before we have to say bye so sad so I sad know. so fun having so blast. fun yeah having a true blast with women yeah four women in this room yeah. hello hey, Clementine we are here <laughs> we are all out here being women okay <laughs> this so I don't again have a jingle for this one and I also didn't make a two second bumper for it with so. extra bass <laughs> <laughs> Two extra bases. <laughs> it's called tip jar. So if you guys want to do like a sound effect or anything, th- then we'll start. Oh, good one. <laughs> Hopefully the lawyers don't come after you for that. Yeah. That is yeah, like, that one's on me. That one's on me, not Megan. <laughs> the Foley Guild is like, we've done that before. They've copyrighted jingling keys. <laughs> this is tip jar. All oh, right. The new the new spin I'm putting on it today is we only get three words of advice. So I'm gonna say a topic or suggestion that was sent to us, and we have to give one piece of advice using only three words. Ooh. Okay. It might be tough. I We've love never it. done it before. Okay. This is an episode of firsts. I love it. I love it. I also love it. <laughs> <laughs> three women. women. <laughs> Okay, so our first suggestion is Los Angeles. You have to give one piece of advice, only three words. I will go first. My tip is um, check parking signs. 
Oh, mm. oh, that's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, podcasts are saviors. <gasps> Ooh. Um, I have so many words in my head. Uh, <laughs> crying in car. <laughs> <laughs> Is what? that advice? <laughs> it's okay to cry in your car. That's right. Yeah. It's absolutely advice. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so comedy shows. What is advice? Three, three, only three words of comedy shows. Find Kate Berlant. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, believe in yourself. <gasps> oh, that's great. That's I'm loving these knee touches. <laughs> we love to touch knees. <laughs> Mine is... Largo at the core day. We don't yeah. count the, it's an article. No, absolutely great, right? not. At the, yeah. yeah, great. Oh. Great. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk in between them. <laughs> okay, great. We only talk in threes. Yeah. <laughs> Lunch. Oh. Sourdough. Ooh. Avocado turkey. Whoa. <laughs> um, eat in car. <laughs> Loves the car. I love cars. Oh, uh, three words only about lunch. Mm. Um, I know. I want to change mine to melted cheese always. I don't know. Oh, that's, came good. that's a good one. Yeah, right? Oh, like, that's really good. Words to live by. Okay. Lunch. Oh, my God. What's a good... I All I'm thinking about is Mendocino Farms. So I'm oh, gonna yeah. Say, Great. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say... Uh, what is there? What is that thing that it's called? The spicy, impossible spicy sandwich, the spicy turkey. No, it, it is. It is a sandwich, though. Um, is it the chicken one? <gasps> There's like a, oh, it's a salad. Oh, is it the impossible taco salad? No. Oh my god, get that next time. Very though. good. It changed your, your, change your life. <laughs> Those are like a hundred words. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Um, large curried couscous oh, ranges. That's great. Farms. Yeah. Okay. We're killing it. I like this game. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. This is hard because it makes you weed out like the most important thing you need to say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Three words only for auditions. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> um, uh, don't uh, freak out. Oh, that's good. Mm. Oh, that's really good. Be prepared always. That's really good too. I was thinking, okay. <laughs> it was supposed to be three curried words. Curried couscous. <laughs> Large curried couscous. In the car always. <laughs> Cry in the car before you audition. Oh, God. Mine was going to be, oh, my God. I had two, because I had one for acting, and then I was like, oh, maybe everyone, like, more auditions, like, dance auditions. Oh, yeah. Um, Mine was initially, I'll go with my initial one, which is kind of sad, but it was going to be don't be desperate. Yeah. That's great. But that's a good one. That's a great one, though. That's like a, that's like a high level. Um, yeah. Tip. Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like that's, I, I need that now. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, like first starting out, I feel like I wouldn't have understood that. And now I understand that. And I'm like, that's right. great advice. Right. Oh, yeah. All of them together, I think is a great, Combo. great advice. Yeah. 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 We're killing it. Okay. The last one before we wrap up said is, oh, we have one more extra, but that's for later. That was my chair. <laughs> Here's sure. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> so three words only for multitasking. Um, <laughs> what have you learned from Diner Dash that we multitasking? Can- <laughs> it is so you true. Burgers and milkshake. It's anyway. Um, multitasking. Oh, it's four. It's okay. Okay, oh, getting paid for one. Okay. Ooh, great. Um, to do list it. <gasps> to do list it. Like yeah, my to do uh-huh. list is my best friend. Okay, multitasking. 
I can only Omega think of charts. Yeah, Omega list. Yeah. That's, I'm sorry. I always say one and then I regret it. It's so fine, but apologize again. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to apologize to everyone. <laughs> Multitasking. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to say not too often. Mm. Mm. That's what I'll say. Yeah, that's good. good. Guys, thank you so much. <laughs> okay, the last tip. You can use more than three words on this one, but the last tip is advice you would give your younger self. Mm. However young you want to go. Whatever age you needed to hear it the most, whether that's 16 before you had a car to cry in or 23 whenever you moved here, whenever it is, what advice would you give your younger self? Stay happy. Mm. Uh, it's okay to not fit in. Oh my God, I'm cold. <laughs> I was like so hot when this started. We have new lights in here and now I'm like uh, freezing. <laughs> this is beautiful. Cassidy and Mallory, thank you so much. Oh, thank you thank so you much for having again. us. This is so, so fun. Where, where can people find you? Obviously, the Adulting know. Web Series, where can we find that? Um, so you can go to adultingwebseries.com to watch a second season, which is releasing right now. And the first season is on Amazon Prime. And then we're on Instagram and Facebook at Adulting Web Series and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Which is fine with that. Yeah. That was so well done. Yeah, Thank I you. always leave that part with her. Because <laughs> I'm like, A-D-U-L-T. She always wants to spell it. <laughs> <laughs> I just to spell. I love it. Though. For those of you listening that maybe also have a sticky situation or burning concern, call us at 805-751-9071. I don't have that memorized. I just read it. <laughs> and I will never memorize it. So call it, save it, because I won't. Give us your age and we'll give you quasi-wisdom. Did we get ages from everybody else? Maybe not. That's something that does help us, though. <laughs> See you next week on Just a Delish. I never say the words at the end. It's a little comedy bang bang. I like it. Love that. <laughs> Love that. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>